Welcome to the Paywall Podcast, where we discuss paywalls and paywall strategies for news and magazine publishers. This episode of the Paywall Podcast is brought to you by Leaky Paywall. Leaky Paywall is the most flexible WordPress subscription platform. Find out more at leakypaywall.com, where you can download Leaky Paywall for free. And now for today's episode. Welcome to the Paywall Podcast. This is episode number 27. I'm Pete. I'm here with Tyler again, and we are going to finish up the conversation about local news publishing. This episode is going to be part three, and the topic here is how would we build a local news publication? So welcome back, Tyler. Hello, hello. Let's dig into it. Um, Just to refresh a little bit, we work with a lot of local news publishers. We've looked at the successful ones and what is working there. And uh, we're going to uh, share with you how we would build, actually build, and the tactics behind it, a local news publication to succeed in today's digital age. And before we jump into it, uh, this is something we talked about in a previous episode. There's really one main decision point, in, in, in my opinion, anyway, and that is to decide whether you're going to uh, take a donation-based uh, approach where you offer all your content for free and then upsell um, maybe some perks, or if you're going to draw a hard line and say, hey, uh, we're going to sell membership here, uh, and uh, if you become a member, then you have a certain number of perks. Both ways work. We prefer the membership model, uh, which we discussed last time, and that is essentially requiring um, members to pay for um, all the perks that they're going to get. Okay. So, uh, Tyler, I want you, you made a comment this morning. We were chatting earlier about digital subscriptions and the, and the future of local news publishing. And I know you have a very strong opinion on uh, what survivability looks like for, for local news publishers. Do you wanna, you wanna riff on that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, the whole, I mean, for those of you who have heard me talk about Paywall Project, the whole idea behind that uh, was to generate revenue for local news publishers and to show that there actually is an appetite for uh, for spending money on local news, that the people in your community will actually spend money on that mm. uh, and to show that there's value there. Um, and um, I know there are a lot of startups, especially that have gone more of a nonprofit route. Mm. And... Um, I just have a couple of things. Uh, Not that that's a bad route to go. It's certainly an option and it's certainly a way to continue to provide local news in a community, which is very much needed. Um, However, I will caution uh, those who are thinking about that route as uh, when we think about local news or just news in general, the model has long been advertising has driven our our revenue and mm-hmm. and then we provide uh, local news content uh, as as part of that if you shift to a nonprofit model essentially you shift from advertising uh, revenue to philanthropic donations um, so 
Uh, a lot of times nonprofits are, are funded by large donors who uh, just want to support local news, which is fantastic. I, uh, I support that. I love that. I love that, that there are people out there who will do that. However, just, just keep in mind that when you, you make that shift, you're essentially moving your revenue from ad dollars to now, you know, donors, you know, large donors who could at any point decide to change their mind or change their funding. And then uh, you're left with no revenue stream. So the reason that I like to focus on digital subscriptions as a primary source of revenue is that uh, that shows that people are willing to pay uh, for the content that you produce. And even though the amounts are small, they do add up. And um, I think about it in terms of like political campaigns uh, where people are giving like 10 or $15 a month to their candidate of choice. Uh, it's very similar in that it's getting everyone in town to, you know, chip in a few bucks to uh, essentially gain access to what's going on in their community. Right. And it's way cheaper to do that than it is to not have it and to have local news in your community at all. There's actually research to support this, that when local news disappears from a community, mm. uh, uh, there's, there's more corruption in local government, taxes can go up. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of things that, that happen when government's not being held accountable. So yeah, I like that. That's, that's where I'll stop. <laughs> cheaper, cheaper to pay for local news than to do. That's right. That's it. my point. That's my yeah. point. It's cheaper just to pay a little bit per month to have local news uh, journalists cover what's yeah. going on than it is to not have it at all. Yeah. Well, local news uh, gets fed to regional news, which gets picked up by national news. Um, right. right. It's, it's definitely the bedrock. Yeah. Um, and to me, I, I, you know, local news is more valuable to me than national news because virtually any publication can report on national news anywhere you are. Um, mm -hmm. But local news is much harder because it's localized to one specific spot on a map. So um, to me, there's more value in knowing exactly what's going on in my community uh, and in and, and this little bubble yep. versus a national yep. spectrum. So. Awesome. All right. Yep. So let's dig into that. The uh, subscriptions model. Um, we, as you can tell, we were, we're fans of local, uh, hyper local content. Um, one of the things we've, we've uh, looked at is in terms of who's actually making it work is when you're publishing content that is laser focused on your community, on your local community, and you're not going broadly. Uh, we do see pu regional publishers um, covering, you know, multiple towns, but it, uh, uh, you're giving up the ability to go deep into local reporting. So you have to be very careful of the, of the area that you're, that you're reporting on. And if we were to do it, if I were to do it, I would have, you know, two, three, I would have separate websites, one for each town. Um, you can hook them together. Um, uh, with our multi-pass, uh, if you wanted to give all access to all the separate websites, but that's how you go deep um, and really engage the local community. Yeah, and especially for local news publishers, um, those who were used to making a lot of money from from ads, um, you know, in a different era, um, going digital and having a digital presence, um, you know, you, you might not ever make as much as you did when advertising was, was you know, mm. paying the bills. Um, 
but the overhead of running a digital operation doesn't necessarily require a building. It doesn't require a massive staff. It doesn't require a lot of things. Um, yeah. So your margins will be higher. Um, and uh, so, and, and your content obviously is, is laser focused. So right. hoping, hope is that people will, will subscribe to that. So. Well, I'll also say that when you when you've engaged your local community enough, which means you have a huge email list, mm-hmm. uh, and you know you have a, probably a mix of free registrations and paid subscribers um, or paid donors, if you go that route, um, you have a huge sponsorship opportunity. So the advertising, the traditional advertising shifts a bit where you can advertise on a website and you can generate a few bucks doing that, but you certainly run the risk of alienating your, your, your paid subscribers with a lot of advertising. So the, the shift is going more towards sponsored um, mm-hmm. uh, products where you might sponsor, you know, an email, or you might have an article series where you're, someone is sponsoring that article series. Um, you can sponsor like your free registrations. You can, if you have apps, you can sponsor the apps. There's, <clears throat> you know, uh, there's a lot of creative ways to generate ad revenue, quote unquote, with a sponsorship model. That's just a lot more elegant. Yeah. Um, and then these advertisers, they love the sponsorship model because they, you know, they know that they're, they're coming in with a quality, um, a quality, you know, sort of a, approach to, um, uh, and an elegant approach to the readership instead of just, you know, blasting, blasting ads. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I, and I think you can make a decent living, uh, having a small public digital only publication relative to the, the local community that you're in, um, it's it's certainly possible, um, absolutely. But, but the days of making millions of dollars, uh, it's it's a lot more difficult to do that on a local level. But you can certainly make a decent living uh, providing hyper local news and, um, and yeah, do, going the digital subscription membership route. And that's today. I mean, today you can you can you can do well today, which means tomorrow you can do better if you keep your eye on the ball. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. All right. So let's, uh, I want to jump into uh, a little more into um, tactics um, and the, the um, con- uh, let's start with content briefly and then we'll jump into actual subscriptions. So, okay, what, what do I publish? I want to start a, and I've talked about this, I'd love to start a, a local news publication for our little, uh, our, really our three towns, which are very tightly knit, uh, knit together, Grantham, Sunapee, and New London, um, and really go deep with uh, with with these three. They're all very very small towns, but they're all geographically connected and socially connected, and so that would make sense. Um, <clears throat> local news: what's actually happening, um, and and creating um, you, you know unique uh, reporting. So reporting on the news, absolutely, that's the traditional way. But I would also add the curation. Uh, model of um, curating social media, curating what's happening on listservs locally. Uh, if there's, you know, YouTube videos, if there's, um, you know, college news that affects the, the local area uh, and, and like take the, uh, we've talked about daybreak in the past. Um, 
think Tyler, you also uh, brought up Madison Minutes, which is another one to look at, which yeah. I'm looking at on, on the screen here, where uh, very similar to Daybreak, they're they're curating uh, local, <clears throat> you know, local happenings from uh, what's, you know, listservs and, and uh, Facebook and uh, Reddit, uh, all these sort of uh, other social media um, uh, destinations where local news is being talked about and then bringing, curating that content and uh, putting it together in a uh, daily newsletter. It's absolutely yeah, right. fantastic. Yeah, if there's any positive uh, byproduct of social media algorithms, it's that there's now opportunity to curate content that's otherwise you would never see, or you would see it, you know, uh, maybe you'd see part of it. Uh, people are now willing to, to pay for, for curated content because there's just so much stuff online for people to, to sift through and so many different channels, you know, of places to get it from. So having it in, in the inbox is pretty convenient and being able to, to yes. sift through it quickly. Convenience is everything. Time is getting worse and worse for all of us on this planet. We have less and less time as things move faster. And so if, so, if you do a good job curating news for your local area, people will sign up in droves. Um, it's just saving time and saving money today. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so that's that's the content approach. Uh, yes, create create unique content to your heart's content, but don't forget to curate what's already happening uh, in your local area. Yeah. Okay. So now, now I want to jump into the actual subscription portion of it, which obviously we're, we get involved with every day. Um, and so what I would do is I would set up um, a, a, a membership uh, uh, model on the website. Um, it that would, includes a free registration, which we talk about all the time, which you should absolutely have. Uh, you give away a few free articles and then you require a free registration, which captures the email address, sends it off to say MailChimp, which I would use. Um, and then you would get maybe a little extra access. Uh, so that free registration builds the list. But the, the membership, um, once um, somebody is receiving your newsletter daily, let's say daily newsletter, um, and it's driving them back to the website to read more content and essentially prompting the pitch to to join as a member and support you know support the uh, publication support which supports the community and engage with the community um, all that messaging even though it's paid subscriptions the messaging is membership the messaging is community and joining and supporting it's all this you know it's the same messaging as if it were donation based um, <clears throat> but this uh, membership model um, if you take the, the paid membership and you're drawing a line in the sand saying you have to pay and the, or the, it's the same as a donation model, except for, you know, the donation model, you're letting people at your content, <clears throat> your full content and asking for a donation, but the perks that you offer can be exactly the same to encourage people to, um, to pay, to give you, you know, um, payment for your content. But we're going to, I'm going to choose membership. I'm going to require the payment. And these are the perks that I would offer. One, um, it's pretty obvious that's full access to content. So um, that free registered user, which is your, your, your cat, more casual, uh, but engaged reader, um, you're, you want them to have full access. 
Two, um, I would offer the ability to engage with others in the community and um, our publishing staff, our authors that are writing the content through comments, so premium comments. You can't read any comments um, until you pay. And I have a, I have a screenshot here. This, is, this would be, if you're watching this, um, you can see uh, that you can offer the ability to um, participate, ask, ask questions, um, comment on issues, uh, and I would show the number of comments that are available, but not and not let you read the comments unless you're a paid paid member. Essentially, that's that's the second perk. The third perk uh, would be a premium newsletter, uh, and that is uh, essentially a full text newsletter instead of excerpt newsletter, and that that speaks to convenience. Uh, four would be a hiding ads, a clutter free experience, and five would be like a buy one, get one free. So in other words, if, if, I, if I buy a membership, then I can give one away. So those are the five perks. And you and I, Tyler, we've been chatting about it. And I think we've settled on, on these five as a good starting point um, to, to really motivate that whole, um, that whole like subscription funnel from start to end. Uh, so your your website, and you know, I'll just mention this because it's always worth mentioning. Your website um, has uh, a metered paywall set up. So with Leaky Paywall, you're 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 leaking a few articles a month. Maybe it's one article a month. Maybe it's two articles a month. Google can index everything. Everything can be shared in social media. Then you ask. Uh, you require a free registration if you want. You know, a little a, a little extra access to content. You still can't. Still wouldn't be able to comment. You would, you would not get the premium newsletter. Uh, you wouldn't get any of the perks, but you would get a few more articles. Um, and then that builds your, that gets handed off to MailChimp, builds your list quickly, works really, really well. Um, then your newsletter gets fired off daily. Um, it's excerpt based, sends people back to your website to read more articles, which triggers the paid messaging, the upgrade message essentially um, so that's that's the funnel and then the and then the upgrade message is all about um, you know joining the community supporting local news um, staying informed uh, really that that local feeling of, of belonging uh, and then of course you get your perks okay uh, so let me keep, uh, let me just check my notes here. All right. So <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about the, uh, premium newsletter perk a little bit uh, on how that would work. Just want to clarify that. So when you get somebody to join your, your, your email list, um, the way I would set it up is you have your, uh, free registration and you can certainly have a, a like a Mailchimp uh, pop up or something. Um, how you collect the email address is important. Better to have an email than not. The free registration starts the relationship, though. It also forces somebody who is a casual visitor to um, uh, to you know give up their email address to get that that extra content and stay engaged. And um, when 
you, you set up the free registration, what you're doing is you're sending a free tag off to MailChimp so you know you can target everyone on your MailChimp list for free that's, that's tagged as free and send them your excerpt-based newsletter. In other words, your newsletter has just the excerpts of the articles that are in there. And then you, you have to click the uh, link. Usually it's the title of the article or the read more button that takes you back to the, um, to the article. And then you can read the full article if you if you're still have an allotment on your free registration on the website. So um, that's, the, that's the free registration. Now, when somebody pays for a full membership, um, it sends uh, on payment, it would send a paid tag, call it premium or you call it member, whatever, whatever you want to name the tag. That that um, paid tag goes to Mailchimp, and uh, the way Leaky Paywall works is it's the tags get mirrored between Leaky Paywall and Mailchimp, which is sweet, right? So now the the uh, free tag goes away, gets replaced by the paid tag. If somebody cancels or if the credit card fails or whatnot, then the paid tag gets removed with and replaced by a cancel tag. Now, the, once you have the paid tag uh, on the list, you, you can send those, and this is all, you can fully automate this. You can send a full text email to the everyone who's listed as paid. So I get the, so if I pay and I'm a member, I get an email, um, maybe it's one article, maybe it's 10 articles or whatever. I can have an email with, with full text on it, right? You might have a little navigation up top, if it's if you're publishing a lot of news, um, but if it's just a few articles, you probably don't need to bother, um, uh, or or just have like what's what's in this, and then I can just read the whole email without having to click, without having to log in. It's just a convenient, you know, saves me time. It's a perk. It's a great perk. Um, and you know, we've seen with other publishers that offer this um, this perk that their their readers. They love it. Maybe they're getting ready in the morning and this is, you know, this is how they're consuming their news. They don't, it's, it's, it's no clicking, no logging in. They just know when they get their email, they get everything and it's all in one, one place for them. Yeah. And speaking of having things all in one place, um, I just wanted to give a shout out to newsletterglue.com. Oh yeah. If, if you want to publish your newsletter using MailChimp, but doing it inside of, of the WordPress dashboard, uh, I would highly, highly recommend uh, this, this product. Um, it allows you to target your tags like we just talked about. You can target the paid people. You can target free, pe free people. And also, uh, it creates an archive of all of your newsletters on uh, the back end of, of WordPress. You can publish that. You can let people check out your past newsletters. It's all around uh, an ingenious product uh, for... Uh, for whatever system you're using, whether it's MailChimp or something else, they have a lot of, of integration. So worth worth uh, checking that out. It's called newslettergluecom Yeah, that's that's a great tip. Yeah, it will it will save you time, cut your workflow down. You don't have to touch MailChimp. You just work out of WordPress and send yeah. everything out. Just let MailChimp do the sending, and you can do everything else inside of, of WordPress, and and not have to worry about going into that clunky backend of of MailChimp. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. That definitely use newsletter glue. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, the other, the third part of the 
premium newsletter uh, approach is, and this is this is optional, but if you want to get sophisticated, you could also send out your premium newsletter earlier than, um, let's say, your your free newsletter. So your free newsletter could go out at at you know eight o'clock or something like that, and your premium newsletter could um, basically you could promote early access that so goes out at six. Um, again, depends on your workflow. Do you need it? Probably not. Um, the, the, you know, the full, full access, full content newsletter is probably enough, but that's another thing that we've seen publishers promote and works. Yeah. Especially, especially if you're a publisher who's in like the stock world, <laughs> right. your, your, you know, latest information, your, your latest take on stuff. Uh, if you have an audience around that sector, it can certainly be yep. a, a good thing to have. Yep. So it's easy to all all these uh, the, all these perks. Um, we're obviously we're talking about leaky paywall and uh, whatever uh, other platforms to integrate with, like Mailchimp. Um, all these are e super easy to set up out of the box, mm -hmm. um, with the exception of one. <laughs> That's the comments. <laughs> <laughs> so the premium comments, just a just a quick note. You do because every theme is different. You do need and comments are integrated with uh, theme functionality. You do have to make a couple of tweaks in the theme. It's not hard to do, um, but the comments are is one thing that that you'll have to have a WordPress developer just make a tweak to. Yeah, and I'll say this too: if you're a Mailchimp uh, hater, you just don't like it. It's terrible. You know, uh, just too much going on. You can use whatever you want, um, use right. any other newsletter platform. And we do have an option to uh, uh, send subscribers to those other newsletter platforms through Zapier. So if you, if you right. have a really odd uh, newsletter program that you, you like to use, then uh, if it's integrated with Zapier, then we can integrate with it. So. Yep, exactly. Okay, so... Let's talk a little bit about another perk, which we mentioned, and that's hiding ads on your website. Um, this is something that's been actually talked about for years, uh, but we haven't really seen publishers engage on it. Uh, the argument is, hey, we want our, <clears throat> you know, we want our uh, best readers, our paid subscribers to see our sponsors, right? To see our sponsor ads. Because the sponsors are saying, well, wait a second, you're hiding ads to all your best readers. Right? That's the argument. However, I'll give you a counter argument here on why hiding ads is the, the way to go. First of all, we're, we are starting to see it happen now. And, and, and the numbers are, uh, I think we might have talked about this in a previous podcast or definitely in an article, um, where the, the uh, opt-ins between hiding ads and not hiding ads were significant. It was uh, the number of that was, it was over 10% of paid subscribers for a local news publication. This was in Sweden, um, decided to pay more, like 40% more just to hide ads. So they had, that is very, uh, you know, it was a, a, a one, two test, pay, uh, pay X amount for full access with ads. Pay, uh, second was, paid um, you know, for full access, no ads. And 11, it was 11% of readers decided to pay 40% more just for that <laughs> one feature. I mean, yep. right? Yeah, and we see it everywhere. Like not just with, you know, 
yeah uh, in the in the news uh, industry you see it with with uh discovery plus disney plus all of them are that's ru- true running some right. kind of you know right. you spend three more dollars per month and you don't have to deal with these ads so it's certainly <laughs> and it also reminds me of, of something uh we, we we had a publisher i don't know if they're still with us or not that they had a print product maybe you could tell this story better than i can be but they had a print product and they were actually charging more for digital only and people oh, were yeah. actually people were actually navigating towards digital only even though it was more expensive more expensive than digital plus print <laughs> yeah it's like i don't yeah. want this paper stop sending it to me yeah yeah that, that was that was modern drummer magazine yeah yeah, yeah. for a few yeah, years very successfully they were charging uh, twice the price for digital only, <laughs> half the price for print and digital, and twenty percent of their audience decided to opt for yeah. digital only. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you're worried that off- offering uh, the option to hide ads uh, for a little bit more revenue, um, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a drop in the bucket in terms of how many people. Yeah, stop seeing those ads and uh, your advertisers won't even notice a difference really. Uh, you'll just notice a difference in more revenue from people who are willing to pay more money to stop the advertising. So. That's right. Well, you're 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 switching to a, you know, subscriber, you know, member first revenue model um, versus an ad first revenue model. So you need to really take care of your subscribers, your members first. Um, and make sure they have an excellent experience. Yep. Um, when you hide, if you, if you, and, uh, Hey, I, I'm not saying don't have ads. We would absolutely have ads sponsored. Uh, we take a sponsored approach. Um, but they would be, you know, you wouldn't have a, 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 a wall of ads across the site. You'd have, you know, you, you'd want to publish in a nice elegant way, but still there'd be ads. And if somebody wants to drop the ads, as a premium member, that that group is very small. You're 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 less than one percent of your readership. You're probably pretty far less than one percent of the, the 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 readers that land on your website from social, uh, from Google search. You know, go directly there to to see what's going on. So it's actually a very small uh, percentage. So yeah, it doesn't really. Even if you're doing network ads, which I wouldn't recommend at all, especially for local news, um, the percentage uh, of your your uh, paid is, is just a, it's just a fraction of your total total yeah. volume. Now, how do you handle the how do you handle that the um, advertiser that says, "Hey, well, we want our ads to be shown to your readership." Well, the answer is of course, like yes, absolutely, and you're going to do it better. Like that, that's that you flip it because the reality is, is now, you know, your target, you know, who your, you know, who your free registered users are, you know, who your paid users are. And when an advertiser wants access and you take a sponsorship role, then you, what you do is you, you, you build a, a, a special campaign for that advertiser and say, yeah, we have, we, here's how you reach our, our readership, you know, and this is where, you know, I'm, I'm, it's my, not my level of expertise, but if I were to do it, I would talk about, you know, doing email sponsorship for, yeah. you know, like maybe free and paid, uh, free registered subscribers and paid members. Or um, the other thing you can do is, which is add targeting on the website. So we, we have a couple of products. Um, one 
is uh, add dropper. The other is a, what we call conditional display notice, like a header bar um, or footer bar that you put, put on the bottom to target. Uh, and what you do is you target who's logged into your site as well as casual. So you could do a campaign where it's like, look, all right, you, let's split, you can reach our readers, cost X amount for the package. It's a sponsorship. Uh, we're going to put you in on, uh, you know, X number of premium uh, only newsletters. We're going to, we're going to uh, put your sponsorship information in content using uh, ad dropper. You can just, uh, you can target uh, a specific level um, and you can also do it through like a header bar or footer bar where only paid subscribers, you know, get, get uh, shown this like, and so you, and then you create a creative campaign, which, you know, promotes the that brand in a nice way. So what you're doing is you're not just, you're not just shotgunning ads all over your website. You're what you're, you're, you're being more targeted and that allows you to have create nice and more expensive sponsorship levels for your, yeah. <laughs> for your advertisers. Yeah. There's, there's certainly more value for, for the advertiser if it's more targeted. Maybe more value. Yeah. Yeah, it's not about impressions or or clicks. It's about how many times does it convert, and you know, if if it only seen by hundred people, and all one hundred people want that product, then it's fantastic. So that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, you can get away from measuring clicks and views, yep. which yep. is which is proven to be completely pointless, especially with the amount yep. of ad ad spamming uh, and fraud going on in the yeah. ad network. Yeah, and not to mention it's hard to to filter out bots and crawlers and there's just so much that you, you know it's right. just it's just easier to measure conversion <laughs> yeah but it's it's also you know there's brand awareness you know if you're if you're yeah. if you're publishing local news and there's a local store that's advertising or a local organization and you you know they know they're getting in front of not only your general readership but getting a, a laser targeted campaign with your paid readership through email or specific yeah website targeting that's that's value and you could just sell that as value it's a it's, yeah. it's like brand recognition oh that. for sure for sure and you know these are people in a community in your community that have shown a willingness to pay for local news um and it's there's a good chance probably that they'll pay for uh, whatever product that you're offering so right exactly. or that advertisers offering so yeah so let's let's uh speaking of uh, we're talking about advertising here or sponsorships so another thing you can do is, and with targeting is, let's say you have a paid member, um, you know, your, your local news, your mission-based publication, um, there's, you want to ask for donations. There's nothing that says you can't ask for donations while you're selling paid memberships, even if you're for-profit. I had this conversation last week with a local publisher um, who was, you know, tiptoeing, like, I think I, I, I can still ask for donations, even though I'm a for-profit organization, like, absolutely you can, yeah. uh, because you're yeah. mission-based, you know, you're helping the community. And yeah. so what you can, what you can do is now, now that you're, you know, who your paid subscribers are on your, in your email list. Now, you know what you you can target your paid subscribers that are on your website with messaging uh, easily through our, our two uh, targeting methods. Um, Ask for a donation to only those that are logged in as a paid subscriber, right? To only those who are on the paid newsletter list, because then you can really get very specific about who you're talking to. Hey, thanks for supporting us um, as a as a as a as a member. We, you know, we're we're, we're mission based. We appreciate it. 
we're doing a, a, a campaign for donations for the next, you know, 30 days or whatever, and then ask them to donate and send them to a, a you know, a, a payment page where they can uh, pay more. And you could use, we have a name your price uh, extension you can use to, to um, uh, automate uh, the payments on that, keeps them in the system. And, uh, and you're, you will raise more money through a donation campaign and you can you can dip in and out um uh, during during the year as as you need yeah and you'll end up making you know giving people the option to pay more uh for for what you offer it's pretty pretty powerful so you you allow your your end user to decide uh, with our name your price tool Yep. Uh, to essentially put whatever number they they want. Um, and so. Right. Um, okay, let's move on. So we've covered ads, donations, um, buy one, give, get one free perk. Um, so I might start with testing a, like a, a giveaway, like a six month uh, membership. So let's say somebody uh, pays to become a full member. Uh, in the welcome email, I, I might send them a coupon that says, "Hey, um, here's your here's a, a, a six month uh, premium membership, totally free, no credit card required." And that coupon, and then a link would take them to so let's say a hidden subscription level or membership level that you create in Leaky Paywall, and that just links directly to that registration page. Whoever that person is, just fills that out, uses the coupon, um, and and they get a six month let's say access. And I'm just making this one example up. Um, you can make it as long as you want, as short as you want, um, but, but a, a buy one, get one free. What's the purpose of that? Well, it adds value, you know, oh, that's nice. I can give this to a friend or a family member, um, um, but it's the viral nature that you, that you want um, of this, this approach to, to happen. So, if you have a friend and you're sending this coupon off to a friend or, or someone else, you have new eyeballs on your, on your website, on your publication. You have that person then, you know, let's say they set, sign up for the six month uh, plan. They're on your MailChimp list, right? And um, they get tagged as, as uh, you know, six month or whatever you want to call them. And then you can send them the uh, premium newsletter um, and, uh, uh, off you go. Um, and then they may convert to paid down the road, you know, if they get used to enjoying your content and then all of a sudden they can't have full access and the full newsletter and, and, and uh, comment and engage. Now you got somebody who's really considering it, right? <laughs> okay. So I think we've covered all the perks. Um, another thing I would add is a family plan. Uh, you could use our groups extension to easily do that. Uh, you you subscribe. This could be a perk, right? You uh, you subscribe and get uh, access for three or four more uh, family members, uh, and that's that would be a huge perk, right? Um, one of the things that we hear about a lot is, uh, well, password sharing. You know, oh, I I um, and let's talk a little bit about that. I. Uh, you know, I, somebody pays for uh, membership, then they just you know give away their their login to someone else, right? And and they're getting around the paywall. Well, what we've just described as far as a setup 
uh, covers a lot of engagement. There are a lot, you know, for commenting and uh, uh, is a big one. And if you're, if, if people are commenting and engaged, they're not going to give away their login because they don't want anybody else commenting as, <laughs> as themselves. So that's, um, that's a, a sort of a defense against password sharing. But uh, a family plan, it offers a, a huge perk. Um, uh, it could be, you know, two, two, two more seats, one more seat, three more seats, whatever you, you decide, um, uh, gives that person the ability to uh, basically just drop in an email and send off a, an invitation to, to uh, join, join as a family member and massive, massive perk um, gets more uh, emails on your email list. And um, uh, you know, at some point, maybe, you know, they're not part of the family plan anymore and uh, they, they pay or they refer uh, someone else. Um, you're, you're growing this virally. Okay, family plan. Gift subscriptions. Let's chat a little bit about gift subscriptions. Um, offer them. Let's, um, and I will say that you want your paid membership revenue, you want to set a goal of 20% for your paid membership revenue. If you're not bringing in uh, revenue, if gift subscriptions are not 20% of your revenue, you have a, a big opportunity to, uh, to sell them. Um, when somebody pays for uh, a membership, make sure you promote a gift subscription. So include it in your welcome email. Uh, include a button right on, on checkout that says, you know, uh, get a gift subscription for someone else. And we, uh, I remember talking, uh, we had a, a nice, uh, had conversations with, um, with uh, marketeers in the magazine space, the print magazine space. That number is, is rock solid. There has been for decades that if you're in a giftable publication, uh, magazine and your paid subscriptions, uh, twenty percent of paid subscriptions should be gifts. And so that in local news, you absolutely have a giftable publication, and target that twenty percent level. Really look at your website. You know, is that is that obvious? Are are your welcome emails promoting it? Are your continuous emails down the road promoting it? Something to um, something to grow. All right, Tyler, how are we doing? Doing good. Okay. Uh, all right, I'll just keep I'll just keep ripping here. Corporate and group memberships uh, sell libraries access or schools um, access to your publication. Easy to do by IP address, uh, with our uh, uh, IP uh, extension by email address, um, or use our groups extension for for uh, someone to buy a certain number of seats. Uh, another great idea for um, sort of corporate uh, sales is uh, coupons uh, and real estate agents. This is a big one. Uh, sell a hundred uh, seats, a coupon with a hundred, you know, subscriptions to uh, a real estate agent and, and the coupon is in their name and they can give that, uh, they can give that their coupon away uh, to all their, you know, prospects 
and you know get their keep getting their name out front in the community which is really what they their mission is and you can you can help that so that's that one's it's a, that's a good one and that one's easy to easy to set up here's another one i'd like to see tried i haven't tried it myself i haven't seen it but how about letting local eateries offer free access to your publication in exchange for them simply telling anybody who comes in hey by the way um you know while you're here you can have free full access to your publication your local news and just and that might be this might be something you would do as a startup maybe early on uh, i'm not sure about uh news publishers that have been around for a long time but uh, in the beginning i would absolutely do that just to get the word out let let the restaurants and you know uh, anybody that's coffee shops anybody that's sitting down um uh you could do it through our ip uh exceptions extension just set up their ip uh uh range in the back end of leaky paywall and anybody who's sitting at this the coffee shop or the restaurant can get full access and uh um, you just need to talk it up to the restaurant maybe they'll put up a little a little uh, a sign for you, a card. Um, but what you want is you want people to leave, come home, get used to going to your local news site, and then and then getting the free registration and the paid membership uh, thing going. You ever seen that, Tyler? Anybody ever? Uh, I've had publishers that? talk about it, but no one's it's really knowledge actually the trigger on it. Pulled the trigger, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, certainly a an interesting idea to promote yeah. your your content locally um, so yeah uh, yeah if you want to get the word out that's a good one good way to do it yeah. uh all right let's talk about uh offers so you're gonna sell uh, paid membership and you're uh, going to want to keep your offer simple simple sells one offer is the best uh you don't want people to do math um you're not going to have uh, different price levels. You're going to have one price level, with a, with one exception. So, in other words, if you're if you're a print, if you're if you're selling print subscriptions and digital, let's say print digital and digital only, price is the same. Don't don't make people do math. Just it's the it's your it's your content. It's the value is in your content, not in the physical delivery. Um, and uh, just keep the price the same. But let's say we're talking digital only. You're going to have your um, price to run the business. So around here, Valley News uh, charges $15 per month for digital only access. Um, you could say that's expensive. Uh, I would, <laughs> but I, we pay it. Um, we want access to local news. You know, um, that price may go up um, over time. So, you know, don't be afraid to charge for access. If you need to start at $5 a month, that's okay, but keep in mind, you probably wanna raise your price over time, uh, which is easy to do. People don't like it, but you can do it. Um, so here's, here's how I would uh, position my local news. I would have a main offer, uh, which is essentially the support, the real cost of publishing uh, and explain what the real cost of publishing is. You know, The time you spend, the reporting um, and keeping every, everyone informed. And then I would have a second offer, which is pay what you can afford. In other words, use our name your price extension to let people opt into 
something that uh, is less than, uh, as an example, $15 a month. So if I come to the site and say, God, I really want access, but 15 bucks a month. Oh my God. I, that's just, that's just so much, but I'm willing to pay five bucks a month or half of that, maybe seven fifty or, or, or something like that. If you let people choose what they're going to pay you, they will generally choose what they feel is fair. Um, this works every time. And I'd love somebody to prove me wrong. But in general, now some people are just, hey, they're just going to not want to pay anything. And that's the way it is. But most people, you're going to get them to pause and think about it. And they're going to think about what's fair. They want to feel good at the end of the day and what's fair. And they might feel like, well, I really can't afford the 15, but I can afford five. So I guess that's better than nothing. And they'll feel good about that. And that's great. Now you got somebody at $5 a month. And by the way, the choices are recurring monthly, not one time. So just stick to that. And, and they can choose. Maybe it's $1 a month. Maybe really, they just can't afford to pay anything, but they'll, they'll do a dollar a month because, you know, it's better than zero. Um, and, or maybe they'll pay more. Uh, and now if you're, and if you can afford to pay more, you will. And you feel that's fair. It's like, you really want to support this organization. I mean, they're knocking it out of the park. They're keeping local news flowing. Um, maybe they'll, maybe they'll be one of your recurring donors essentially, and they'll pay more than uh, what you're, you're asking for. So those are the, the two levels that I would um, offer. What do you think, Tyler? Would you do that? I think I missed what you were talking about, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Say it quickly, I, one more time. I talked too long. <laughs> I would have two levels. One is the real cost of publishing price. Call it $15 oh, right, a right, month, right, right. just yeah. as an example. And the yeah. second level is, is pay, pay what you can afford, pay what you want. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's actually research to support this. I don't know where, where this was from, but uh, uh, people actually don't realize um, to the level you know, local news is, is struggling to stay around. And uh, a lot of people think that it's funded, you know, through nonprofit uh, or government funded or so, yeah, I think make, the more that you can make the case to people about uh, you know, obviously what you offer and stuff like that, but be, be honest with them. Let, them, let them know what this is actually paying for, uh, let them know your situation and Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll uh, they'll reward you for that, right? Yep. Yeah. That that means, especially if you give them a choice, like, oh, I can I can pay what I want monthly to support yep. this organization. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's <clears throat> such a clever strategy, giving people, um, you know, this is what it would take to keep us around. But if you can't do that, and we understand that not everyone can pay this, you know, this higher amount, uh, would you at least consider? Um, you know, this rate, which also helps us continue the mission. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Last thing I'll mention, and before we wrap it up, is um, something that I'm a big fan of, and that's uh, incognito blocker. So we have a we have an extension to uh, keep readers from going incognito to get around the paywall. Um, it sort of hardens the paywall a bit <clears throat> for you. We have financial publishers that swear by it. Um, they tell us that 
their subscriptions generally go up over 10% once they turn it on. And it's very simple. There's no, no configuration. You just turn it on and um, it tracks the IP address of the visitor. So if you go to a different browser, uh, even a different machine, um, machine at home on the same Wi-Fi network, um, that, that IP address has already said, hey, you know, you've already you know, read your one or two articles. So please register or please uh, pay for a subscription. So yeah, and this is last one. Yeah, I'll say this is a very, uh, to my knowledge, this is a very unique feature um, that you probably won't find with other platforms. So certainly a, a great tool to to increase revenue uh, and, and harden the paywall a little bit. So, yeah, takes about a second to turn it on. Yeah, that's it. So that's it for this podcast. Um, if we built a local news publication, we would offer the five perks that I covered. Um, we would price uh, price with you know that na name your price option. We'd make sure that the website was socially you know engaging with uh, comments. Target we'd be targeting uh, uh, based on how some how you're logged in. If you're a free registered user, you get um, you know you get promotion to upgrade to Paid. If you're a, a paid member, you get uh, occasional promotions to donate to, you know, contribute more, and then work with sponsors to uh, target these, the, you know, the casuals, the free registered, and the paid uh, members, and maybe even the donors. You can target them as well. Um, so um, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, have any ideas, please get in touch. Info at zine101.com. And hey, thanks, Tyler, for uh, sharing your wisdom. And we'll talk next time. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Paywall Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch to discuss subscription strategy, go to leakypaywall.com. See you next time.